Hello and welcome to the Rise Strong podcast, a place where you, the conscious woman, turn your negative stories, traumas and experiences into businesses or adventures that give back to others. I know you're committed to doing the inner work in yourself to feel unapologetically worthy so that you can break your patterns and glass ceilings for yourself, your children and others. I'm Katrina Maria, founder of IamKatrinaMaria.com, mother of two, a qualified marketer and a master transformational coach. I've also been through my first share of traumas and experiences to heal from. So I blend my knowledge of business and marketing with transformational coaching and pull on my own depth of personal experience to deliver you a unique space. So if you're looking for real tips, stories and coaching on how to heal, balance your mind, create success in your business, become a better parent, or simply want to hear inspiring stories from incredible women from around the world, then you're in the right place. Let's rise. Hello and welcome back, beautiful souls, to another episode. Thank you again for showing up. I love it. I love that you're here. So today I wanted to talk about money and the relationship that you have with it. And this might come as a bit of surprise for most of you that you are actually in a relationship with money, whether you like it or not. I went through something in my divorce that was quite an eye opener for me because I went from a very comfortable life to suddenly needing more money. Now, I am not alone here. We are going through a phase of life where everything is different. I divorced in a pandemic. I divorced when the recession is looming and jobs are tight. The mortgages skyrocketed through the roof. And also at a time where I was learning to be financially independent, but also try and buy the house of my ex-husband. So a huge financial burden, huge financial pressures that I had never experienced or done before. So my own experience of money growing up, ooh, I have to say it wasn't good because we grew up in an Irish family. And if you're Irish, I mean, I just need to say that and you understand what I mean. When you're Irish, you really aren't allowed to want for much you know, you kind of have a stature. People have a lot of sarcasm as well. So if you get get above your stature, you're kind of shoved and shoehorned down below. I'm sure even if you're not Irish, you can get that as well. Then there is the charity aspect of don't earn enough money or you will feel guilty. Or if you have more, then give it to charity. And that was very, very strong in my house. We didn't have much growing up though, because My mum was a single parent and my dad had left. And then my granny took us in, but her husband died, gosh, my age, 46, 47. And so she had seven kids, seven. Her husband died, a couple of them had flown the nest. And then she also had my grandmother, (laughs) great-grandmother, it's insane. And we all lived in this bungalow. Incredible. And money was tight there was just no two ways around it it was there was there were no men providing I fell you know into every money story that you could probably imagine so money doesn't grow on trees 
money is hard to come by. If you earn a lot of money, then you're probably stuck up and arrogant. You know, if you did work really hard, you're probably not going to have much time. So, you know, it's better off being this way. And this didn't come necessarily directly from my family, maybe some of them, but really through the culture that we lived in, the ancestral Irish history that we have. And so we all take upon these beliefs and don't even really question them. Let's be honest. We, you know, when did you ever sit down and go, "Mm, yeah, let's discuss that. Yeah, let's, let's have an opinion and let's really break apart what we believe about money. That's just not the case. And it was only really when I got into coaching a good few years ago now, and I started off with NLP and moved through different modalities of coaching as well. And this is where they really step in and teach you how to question your money stories. And the, one of the first things you do is what are, what are they? You know, list them. What are the most prevalent for you? Because you can go into different money archetypes. You may be a hoarder that everything that you get, you hold on to. You may be a spender because as soon as it comes in, you get very excited and spend it all. So there's there's lots of different combinations of who you are and what your stories are. So number one is you get really clear on your thoughts around money. What are those key dominant thoughts that are keeping you looping and not letting you go to the next level? Because if you're here right now and you're struggling with money or you're struggling to go to the next level in your business, any of those things, do you think the way that you're going is going to get you more? Or do you think you're going to need to change something about your thoughts? I'm going to go with the latter. Going back to my divorce story, well, this was a bit of unraveling that had to be done, to be honest, because not only was I taking on the childhood, but then I find myself in a new territory and this need for money. I needed money. I needed to pay the extortionate rates that were going up month by month. My, my rates had doubled by that point, but not only had they doubled, but I had become a single parent on one income whilst also trying to get a full mortgage off someone else. So everything had escalated to a point that my anxiousness had risen up and my need for money had grown. And it was almost like a desperation of like, where am I going to get the money? Where, where, where? How am I going to do this? I'm going to do this. And I I Airbnb'd my house. I did this. I did that. I did more coaching. I did everything I could, but out of a place of need. And it was only when I did this beautiful deep meditation around money, my own one that I do. And I realized, oh, I'm in this relationship that I've been in here before with humans. And I'm sure you've heard of the attachment theory where you have an avoidant and you have someone who's quite needy. And if someone is needing affection or needing something and they go towards this energy, shall we call it, then this energy, if they're an avoidant, they're just going to pull away. And you, you go move closer. Does this all sound familiar? Have you ever been in a relationship where you're like, oh my God, please love me. Please need me. I love you. Please love me back. Yeah, right. God, awful. I know I've been there. And the more that you try and attach yourself on, <laughs> the more like they're just moving away, right? 
And this, I suddenly realized, I was like, you're doing it again. Wow, you're being that needy person. Now, I am an Enneagram too, and I'm also a projector in human design. I'm a HSP and an empath. That means, right, what that translates, if you don't know that, is that I am extremely sensitive. I love to be loved. I like to be liked. And I really struggle when I'm not loved or I'm not liked. And so that has been a journey for me to get over and work through. So to realize that that was showing up in money as well was, ching, oh, because actually it's not true. If you challenge yourself at any given time, and this doesn't matter whether you are really doing well in business and you're successful and you want to go to the next level, but you have a ceiling that you can't break or that you're really struggling to pay the bills and the rent because ironically, it's still the same consciousness that you're operating from. We're all humans. We're all operating from the same programming. So what we need to do is heal ourselves from the inside. We need to heal those stories and So what we really need to realize, no matter where you are in that story, that money does show up for you. Like if you really take a second and look for the positives, we are so good at looking for the negatives of money, just like you are with your husband, your partner, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever, your kids, you will find instantly the negatives, just like you will say, Money never shows up for me. I am always skin. I am always broke. Why is my car broken when I don't have any money? Why is it doing this to me? Why is it? Why is it? But actually, if you take a second to look for the positives, the positives about money, I can guarantee that it shows up for you. But you may need to dig deep for this. But this is your homework for today. If you're struggling with money, write down your issues that you have around it. What are the stories that you have been told or the stories that you believe? That's part number one. But part number two is to look for when it shows up so that you can start to have more trust in that relationship with money, in that energy with money. Money is energy. You can't see it. It doesn't really exist, but yet it is flowing all around us. So you've got to build that relationship with it to be able to trust it. So that's your homework for today. I think this is one of the most incredible homeworks that you can do for yourself. Sometimes you will come up with unconscious programming that you need help with. You can always DM me about that. Always feel free to reach out and DM me with anything that you're stuck on. So let this be your new money story. Let today be the start of that relationship that you want to have, the start of a healthy relationship, right? You're always wanting healthy relationships with your kids, with your mom, with your dad. Start when with money today. Start needing less and trusting more. Start trusting that it'll show up. But you've got to show up and do the work as well because it has got to know that it is comfortable and is not going to be pushed away, right? You're still, you're building that trust. Just treat it like another relationship. I know, I know coaches, I know women who go on dates with money and I'm really not kidding you. They, they dress up, they get their 
their laptop out and their books out and their finances. They pour themselves a glass of wine or have a bubble bath. Honestly, they make this a priority because they want to feel good about money. Because being in that negative energy, if we are talking about vibration, this neediness, this shame around money is very low vibration. And when you talk about law of attraction, it's going to be hard to come in at that level because you're vibrating at a low frequency. So just by clearing that out, allowing that in, bringing trust to it, you're energetically going to attract more money to you. And I love affirmations. Money flows easily to me. And the one that I love the most is money can't stay away from me. I love that. It's true. You find a penny, can't stay away from you. Somebody gives you a point, can't stay away from you. It's the little things that matter. All adds up to the big things. So I hope this was useful for you today. So if this is the start of your money relationship, keep going. Anything that you can take more power of within you will reflect outside. So you have more control of how you want to live your life, how you want to control your thoughts, how you want to control your behaviours. All of that peace of mind starts with you today. Until next time, stay weird, stay you. Bye. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. I truly do appreciate it. And also thank you for working on yourself because this is the beginning of your Rise Strong journey. This is the path of change that leads you to become the powerful, strong and worthy woman that you are. If you're keen to find out what I'm offering at the moment that will propel you into worthiness and your next level, please visit IamKatrinaMaria.com and choose your next adventure. If you're enjoying the podcast, your support could greatly aid our mission to reach as many women as possible who need to rise strong. By subscribing, leaving a five-star rating and writing a review, you can significantly help the podcast reach even more women who need to hear its message right now. So thank you again for sharing your time with me. And until the next time, remember, stay weird, stay worthy and stay you.